0: Tesla Inside Out is a Clean Technica podcast and video series in which Clean Technica CEO Zach Shahan chats with seven year Tesla insider David Havasi about interesting, funny, and inspiring Tesla history and Tesla news. You can't find anything else like this online, so be sure to subscribe if you like what you hear.
1: So we're here for another episode of Tesla Inside Out with David Havasi and myself. And uh, so one of this, one of the episodes we had about, um, I think the the last minute delivery in 2012. I think it triggered some other uh, some other stories that you had in mind, or it was Hurricane Sandy, right? Yeah, yeah. When I when I go back and I watch the video when you post them. There are hundreds of stories, but, but and then it kind of it, it kind of ignites like, oh yeah. Well, during that time, like this this other thing happened too, and and but then it just kind of blows over. So yeah, so so one know. of them was Hurricane Sandy. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. The... Uh, yes. Yeah, so Hurricane. I actually have two good ones for Hurricane. Okay, one just There right. go. Uh, So um, uh, so Hurricane Sandy hit in Q4 of 2012. So it would have been the first end of quarter for the first end of quarter model, model S deliveries. Uh, 2,500 deliveries that quarter. Well, there you go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's keeping track. Someone's counting. So hurricane Sandy ravaged New York and the surrounding area, New Jersey, which was our operating area. And among, among that, I mean, we kind of touched on that a little bit where I had to like move out of my place and a and, and coworker that was actually staying in an extra room had to move out. Several other things happened as well. A lot of shifting around uh, and to make things work. Uh, one of the things uh, that we spoke a little bit about off camera and I'll talk about now is the service center had lost electricity too. The service center in Long Island City, uh, Queens, which we were using as a hub to uh, launching point to deliver cars out of. So the delivery trucks would drop the cars off in Long Island City, Queens, and then we would charge them, detail them, put them on the truck and trailer, and then bring them to the homes of the new, all, of, the owner, of, the, of the owners. All home deliveries back? They were all home deliveries at that point. And, but Sandy ch- changed all that. There's there a couple of things. One, uh, the service center had no electricity and we had a lot of cars that, that's how they're fueled. So um, we had to solve that. Um, there were no uh, superchargers at this point. Uh, public chargers were 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 few and far between, so we found two public J one seven seven two chargers across town in Long Island City in this municipal parking lot, and so what we do is we would caravan cars. We had a 24-hour cycle where we were rotating Model S's plugging into these, and there were not a lot of those. The, the charging spots were always open because there just weren't that many electric cars out. So we kind of we kind of had carte blanche, and it's kind of this mini miracle that the that the building manager of this parking garage didn't get wise to this and be like, "Hey, what are you guys doing? You, you can't do it anymore. This is like, what are you doing? You're know, monopolizing." So, I mean, how many cars were we talking? dozens, dozens at a time. So, And you have to also remember there was no app connectivity to the car. So we couldn't, to find the state of charge of a car, we had to go to each car, open the door, look look at the state of charge, write it down on a piece of paper, and then go to the next one. Then we had to take into account vampire effect, battery drain, which was significantly more. They've since made incredible... Um, at an algorithm level and thermal management level, adjustments to 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 minimize that significantly. We have to remember we're going into the winter months. The cars are parked and just, outside. And just to clarify for people who maybe don't know, but vampire drainage is when you're not using the car, but it's the battery is draining because of various features or connected features. Battery. So you might go from thirty percent to twenty five. Well, what what was the kind of battery drain back then for a one day park? Or? It was it was significant. Over we, we could lose 10% overnight. Wow. That in the that first generation. So uh, that first iteration, I should say, the software things that were running at the time. So there were two chargers, they're charging, you know, thirty amps, two hundred and four volts. So that's like basically 18, 20 miles of charge an hour. And so we would rotate the cars. And we'd have to note them all on notepad. We made a spreadsheet. That was the most technical thing that was going on. The most you know, technically advanced thing. We had a Google spreadsheet that we shared with the team of states of charge for all the different VINs. And the uh, the VINs at that point were uh, only four digits. So um, so we just did the last four of the VIN. It'd be like P last four of the VIN. And then uh, and then we had to and then we'd caravan them. So we would take a manufacturer plate put them on the cars and then uh, three of us or four of us would run them. We, and then we'd queue them up. The next one that need to be charged, plug in the ones that, that need needed it needed the most set alarms on our phones, calculating when the next one would be done. And that, and then the cycle would continue. We would take uh, the cars that need to be charged, drop those off, pick up those other ones, drive them back to, to to service center. And we did that around the clock. So it'd be like three in the morning and we'd be going to this, this, public garage, and thank God, like, it didn't close, like, it was just open, and there wasn't, like, a security guard, like, what are you doing? None of that happened, luckily, because we weren't doing anything bad, it's just something very odd, you know, um, it's like, all these cars, because we have to take the plates off of them, too, because we need those plates, You need the manufacturer plates to move the cars on public streets, so the cars are sitting there, no plate, you know, so it's kind of like, who are these cars, like, nobody questioned that, I guess the people like bigger fish to fry, you know, uh, which is great, fine by us, so... And then in some cases, because we wanted to hot potato the cars, you know, we didn't want them to dwell. Uh, we wanted Especially to get them the vampire drain problem. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, need, we, we, need, we needed we needed we to get them out and uh, and get and get them to the to the owners for that for that reason and for others. And so sometimes we'd even take the truck and trailer. We would detail the car, drive it to the municipal lot across town, plug it in overnight, knowing that it'll be. Just right state of charge for the next morning. <laughs> drive the the F two fifty Super Duty with a twenty two foot feather light trailer. Back it into the parking garage, and then load the car right right from the right from the parking garage and strap it in, and then go to the to to you know to the person's home. How how did you was it always just uh, one one car at a time, or did you load up some, multiple cars and then hit this house, this house, this house? Uh, how was that process? Well, the the featherlight trailer. Uh, oh well, actually, at that point, we did not have featherlight tra- the featherlight trailer. <laughs> we were using the um. Uh, and I mentioned this in the previous video. We are using the U-Haul auto trailers that we were renting, yeah. <laughs> and we use them. Uh, we use them gratuitously, uh, way more than I think their intended function. I think they're meant like to like haul a car every once in a while. We'd, we were using those things into the ground way more than I think the uh, U-Haul rental place was 10 of them to be used. But um, So add U-Haul to a list of companies that helped Tesla get off the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, U-Haul's like, hey, you guys still have the trailer? We're like, yeah, we're going to need it for a little longer. They're like, yeah, really? Like, how long? We're like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, this is from our business. Like the person on the other side, they're like, hey, you know, U-Haul calling again. You know, it's like some dude working at the U-Haul in Queens where's the job? Because yeah, I'm, like, I'm sure like the corporate office is like, oh, the uh, This is like two months. What are they doing? So how, how long did you it actually, actually use, the, use that system? I'm uh, yeah, mad. Yeah. yeah. That was, um, but I mean, we we're paying for it. You know, it's just, it was just, yeah. it was just uh, unconventional. I'm sure, I'm sure it was very rare that people branched uh, the trailer for that, for that long of time. And, um, uh, yeah. So, so we would load them up and go, what we found, and again, this is another story that is just, just coming to my head now, um, a, a very fascinating thing that came about and a very surreal thing. So what we were, so what we were doing, what we found when Hurricane Sandy hit was, and, and this, is, this is cool, let's think about this now, but it's a fun story. Not only was there no electricity, there was no gas at the gas stations because people started rationing gas we like, just like in Florida, when hurricanes hit, people, gas stations run out of gas because people are, they're, they're stocking up on gas for their cars. Same thing happened in New York, in the surrounding area. There wasn't gas anywhere. So ironically, the, we didn't have gas to fuel the diesel pickup trucks that pulled the trailers to deliver our electric cars. Uh-huh. So it was a dilemma. So for the first time at so what we did was we called the owners to get their permission, say, with your permission, ironically, we don't have gas to fuel the diesel trucks that, that deliver the car to you. With your permission, we will drive it to you. And, and of course they were okay they were okay with that. But then we needed a ride back. And Lyft and Uber wasn't really a thing, not in like Long Island, you know, like out in some of these suburbs that we're we're going out to. So what we did was we had a trade-in Roadster and we put them just sitting in the corner. (laughs) It was this green trade-in Roadster that somebody traded in for a signature Model S. We put a manufacturer plate on it. We would drive the Model S Signature Model S to the person's home with a roadster, with a chase vehicle, which was a roadster, which was another Tesla delivery person. And they would, we'd stop off to delivery and both of us would drive back in the roadster. (laughs) What was surreal, what was really surreal was we were driving through the streets of New York City and it was like apocalyptic. It was like a zombie movie. Oh, the streets okay. were empty. There were no cars on the streets. There were no cabs. There were no buses. There was no people commuting because nobody had gas. Yeah. So you're had we were driving through the empty streets of New York in these two electric cars. In a green roadster. Yeah, in <laughs> a green roadster. And it was like, it'd just be like silent. The streets of New York were silent and then be like, and we drive past gas stations. Bloomberg had set a, a gas rationing, and then he said um, certain gas stations were allotted certain amounts of gas. Just okay. to get start getting gas in, so we had these two mile long line of gas cars oh waiting for fuel, and people like holding these barrels. It was like this third world country, like this bread line kind oh of scenario. So it was surreal. You had empty streets because nobody had gas to fuel their cars. You had these lines of gas cars waiting, like literally like a mile long for this one gas station that had gas in New York City, (laughs) and then you had these two electric cars driving by, you know, and it was this really surreal moment. I just keep thinking, man, I wish that was filmed. Like, that would be so awesome. Yeah. That that could make it into a Hollywood movie with that kind of uh, Yeah. I'm sure I have a picture of it somewhere. Oh. Um, I'll have to look like out the window of the Tesla, because I, because the irony was not lost. You know, we, we yeah. when we were driving, he'd be like, "Did you see that? Like, wasn't that surreal? Yeah. You know?" Um, and um, any any interesting reactions from the from the buyers when they saw? They're, they're, um, <laughs> no, I don't think they even yeah. because I know I, Tesla. They got their car and oh, oh, for the all oh, the buyers that ordered the, the yeah, Tesla. Yeah, when you're delivering with the green roadster and you know. Oh, they th- I mean, they thought sand. it was. They thought it was cool. They I mean, they definitely acknowledged it. One of the coolest for. Uh, one of the coolest stories was we. Ironically, there was a gas station across the street from the uh, Long Island City, Queens delivery center, and 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 it didn't have gas. So uh, finally, oh yeah, and um. So finally, they got diesel so we were we were back in business they're one of the few places like were <laughs> miles that that could do that so we're like cool we're back in we're back in business and so I loaded up uh it was a black signature model s and this customer he's a really really awesome guy I can't say his name but I can describe him he was basically like his doppelganger was uh, Richard Chamberlain. So if, if you know the actor Richard Chamberlain, he was like the, his twin. He was American, but had this kind of New England, it was almost a pseudo-British accent. He spoke, he's a very proper New England gentleman, and he spoke very deliberately. And so he had a house, he had a penthouse in Manhattan, in the city of New York in Manhattan, but he also had a farm in the, in the Hamptons, and he wanted his car to be delivered to his farm in the Hamptons, and so I finally we finally got gas for the trucks. So I loaded up the F two fifty with diesel. I put his car on the trailer, and I was going to meet. He was in the city, but I was going to meet him at his farm in the Hamptons to to take delivery of of his model of his Model S. So I, I pull onto a 490, 495 and uh, I see that I missed a call, and it was from him. And and I saved the voice. I'll, I'll have to pull up the voicemail. It's so, it's so good. But I can tell you what he said. So I listened to the voicemail. He said, I guess I can say his first name. He's like, hello, David. This is Val. I'm afraid I'm going to be a little late for our rendezvous at my farm in the Hamptons. I'm having trouble finding fuel for my antiquated gasoline-powered machine. <laughs> oh, my God. So to this day, I refer to gas cars as antiquated gasoline-powered machines. That's uh Because awesome. uh, I just thought that was so great. It that's was just like awesome. off the cuff. Like, that's how he, you know, presented hey, I just I'm wish, afraid I'm going to be late today. Yeah. I just wish the whole thing was filmed. It's like this could go straight into, well, someone could film it one day. Right. This could, this could go into a movie. This time. will all be, <laughs> hopefully, content that people find remotely interesting and want to recreate. Uh, to film because I think it's I think it is fascinating stuff. It's it's a nice little snapshot, nice little snapshot in time, and and again just the how it, the the improbability of it of um, and just the incredible irony of it's like um, it's like the kind of situation. I mean, I sort of can't believe it happened. Like it's, it sounds like it's something someone dreamt up for a movie, not something that happened, actually happened. There is this, you know the you know um the movie Vanilla Sky where Tom Cruise wakes yeah. up. And then he's running yeah. down Times Square and there's nobody in Times Square. And the production company, the movie studio, spent millions on this permit to to block off Times Square to shoot that scene. Because yeah. they cordoned off that area. They kind of quarantined it. And around that perimeter was the hustle and bustle of New York City. Millions and millions and millions of people. But what was crazy was there was this moment where we're... Both of us, I think it was Armin and I, were in the roadster driving through Times Square, right through the heart of Manhattan. And you had the, the uh, lights were dark, you know, like, and uh, well, some of the lights were close. because above 14th Street, electricity was starting to come on. But there was still no cars and no people. We had like a multi-million-dollar setting. <laughs> yeah, we were driving through, and it was like the same environment, but for free yeah. because uh, it was just like, "cause mother nature happened." And so it was this like surreal. It was, you know, just a surreal thing because the hustle and bustle is interesting. This, you have a setting that is traditionally the the epitome yeah. of of of. Activity and then the lack of that, the lack of it was jarring. And then you had this, then you had this kind of you know, the roadster had this really cool tone to it, you know, like the, the yeah. hum from the motor. So I was like, Yeah, wow. you know, you had know, like you hear it through the buildings. That was like super. And it, was it just kind of being green, too. It must have just been something uh, just you know stands out that much more, right? Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, well, we have to take a quick break and uh, think of the next story, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If you would like to sponsor our podcast, drop us a note.
1: This episode is being sponsored by Tesla Shuttle.
0: Tesla Shuttle is a city-to-city shuttle service using Tesla vehicles and sometimes other electric vehicles that has routes in the United States, Canada, and Europe. With Tesla Shuttle, you can enjoy luxurious, smooth, and clean intercity transport in the safest cars on the road guilt-free. Book a ride today at teslashuttle.com.